Some journeys were like rivers. You dropped your canoe into the current and hung on hard while the go just took you. Some were like oceans, deep, wide, and hard to figure. Those journeys were the ones you navigated by skill and dead reckoning. And if you reckon wrong, you'd most likely wind up dead. Abraham Golightly had hanged a man once. The truth was the man had needed hanging more badly than most, but on some nights he saw those feet kicking at death, tree high and a long way down. Abraham had traveled through deep, wide country for the last two weeks, riding up alongside of the Green Snake River, breaking ground for an impending invasion of immigrants. He'd trapped and scouted these parts for most of his life. He thought he'd seen everything there was to see. Not hardly. Not yet. What's up ahead, Abraham? Wilson asked. Wilson was a greenhorn who had his hand poked snugly in several pairs of deep-pocketed green-lined breeches. Bluntly put, the man had money. He knew many friends, fat, sleek European bankers who dreamed in dollar signs and strong black ink. Wilson had hired Abraham Golightly to scout a route along the Green Snake. Wilson had a dream. He wanted to run a trade route straight through funneling the wherewithals the travelers would need to survive, and shipping out the meat and fish and the green that run through this land. Wilson's plan struck Abraham as a damn fool scheme, but Wilson had those infernal deep pockets and didn't hurt to draw from that well. We all get thirsty in our own kind of style. Yonder, Abraham said, what's up ahead is yonder country, places you ain't seen or been, that's all I can tell you. This country grows awful thick, awful fast. No map that's ever been scribbled can hope to keep up. Wilson fixed Abraham with a scowl and a glare like a burning glass. Deep pockets or not, old Wilson didn't grow much of a sense of humor. Come on, Abraham barked. Keep up. Abraham Golightly had decided some time back that Wilson was nothing more than an ambitious flatlander. Ambition got a person only so far out here but common sense traveled a whole lot further. Two Bear and Rabbit Eye were up ahead, scouting the territory while Abraham and Wilson followed behind, riding with the remuda of pack horses. Two Bear and Rabbit Eye were damn fine scouts. They knew the territory better than either white man. If there were trouble up ahead, those two would find it out and fire it up. Abraham had been feeling a keening yearnfulness pulling at his heart like an arrowhead of geese flying south for the winter. He didn't know how to put it into words. He heard something calling to him just up ahead. Abraham had felt the same sort of feeling six years back when a pack of crow hankered after his pony and everything it carried, him included. It came down to shoot or sink, and Abraham shot dead straight. Only this was a different kind of feeling. I feel an itch, he told Wilson, only I don't know how to scratch it. Are you expecting trouble? I'm looking for it, he answered. So far I see nary a sign, but this rabbity jumped up feeling just won't leave me be. The scouts, Two Bear and Rabbit Eye, rode up. Two Bear was a grinner. He usually had a joke of some sort, but there was nothing funny in the look he threw. Rabbit Eye was the quiet one, a deep kind of thinker, and he looked worse. Trouble ahead, go lightly, Two Bear signed. You come, you see. Rabbit Eye still didn't say a word. Abraham went on up over the hill, following a trail that broke through the dirt like some kind of running snake, all twisty and elusive. He rode up from the river to the top of a ridge 
and looked down into a deep serving bowl of a valley. He smelled ashes and age wafting up from the valley's gut, old, foul ashes. Something dark had burned down in the heart of this valley, something that ought to stay dead, but hadn't learned how. Should we go down there? Wilson asked. Abraham Golightly did not want to ride into this valley, but Two Bear wouldn't hear of it. You come, he signed again. You see. Wah! Abraham growled in assent and rode on down. The sun climbed a notch into the sky and hid itself behind a cloud, like it didn't want to see what the men were up to down in the belly of the uncharted valley. The valley reeked of old growth, pine and fungus and dry rot and death. It stank like riding into the mouth of an unkempt graveyard.